One of the most common questions I get asked since being in real estate is, what is it like working as a real estate agent? So for those that don't know, I have been licensed in the state of Texas for almost two and a half years. I received my license in November of 2020 after leaving a successful venture, I guess you call it a venture, successful career at Bell Helicopter. So uh, for the very next question typically that comes up is how do you get your real estate license? So in this video, I'm going to spend some time going over what to expect when pursuing a career in real estate and what you need to do to get your real estate license. The mission of this journey is to help people that are considering a move to the real estate industry, have been doing this for a short period of time, or who simply want to know more about real estate and the behind the scenes, ins and outs of the highs and sometimes lows of this industry. Welcome to Real Estate Simplified. Contrary to what some might perceive as the role and responsibilities of a real estate agent, the tasks that fall within their scope of work can be tedious, time-consuming, and at times seem impossible. Many hours go into each and every transaction to make sure everything falls into place. So to answer the first question, we first need to know what a real estate agent is. A real estate agent is a licensed professional who arranges real estate transactions, putting buyers and sellers together and acting as their representative in negotiations. Now there are several benefits of being a real estate agent, which include flexibility. As a real estate agent, you have the flexibility to set your own schedule and work what it is most convenient for you. This can be especially beneficial for those who need to balance work with other responsibilities, such as family, school, or other interests. You don't typically go into the office on a set schedule or have to clock in at a certain time, much like a typical nine to five structured job. Depending on the type of brokerage you choose, there might not be a brick and mortar office. So your schedule is ultimately decided by you and what fits your needs. The second benefit is unlimited earning potential. Real estate agents typically work on commission, which means that the more properties they sell, the more money they can earn. With hard work and dedication, there is unlimited earning potential in the real estate industry. With great power comes great responsibility. Makes me think of the Spider-Man quote. All right, number three, helping people. One of the most rewarding aspects of being a real estate agent is helping people find their dream homes or investment properties. You might also be helping people get closer to family and sell a home that maybe was passed down to them from a family member. Real estate agents can make a positive impact on people's lives by helping them navigate the complex process of buying or selling a property. You also get to meet a lot of new people, which you might otherwise uh, have not met if you weren't in real estate. Next is learning new skills and no day being the same. We can talk about this as a pro or a con, but real estate agents can experience and specialize in a wide variety of areas within a career. One day, you might be helping a client find the perfect home for them to buy, 
and the next day you might be scheduling an inspection, negotiating repairs, meeting new people at an open house, or doing everything in your power to make sure a deal doesn't fall through. There are continually uh, different things that you'll be doing, learning new tasks, and over time, this will make you a well-rounded and knowledgeable professional. Being a real estate agent requires a wide range of skills, including communication, negotiation, and problem solving. As agents continue to work in the industry, they can develop and hone these skills, which can help them in other areas of their lives as well. You'll also get independence. Real estate agents typically work independently, which can be a great fit for those who prefer to work on their own rather than in a traditional office setting. This can also give you the opportunity to begin your own company, make your own brand, and set yourself apart as a small business owner. By starting your own business, you can also claim a considerable amount of tax deductions for conducting normal business activities. Let's say you're meeting with a client over lunch and pick up the check at the end of the meal. That can be considered a business expense. This is going to save you a considerable amount of money come tax season. Another example that I have in my own life is I needed a new vehicle and made the decision to buy a truck at the end of 2021. I was able to write off 100% of the purchase for that vehicle since I use it for showings, meeting clients, going to closings, and endless other activities. This allowed me to write off my truck and save tens of thousands on my tax bill. You're also going to be able to help friends and family out. So typically people that are buying and selling a home want to work with someone they know and trust. That's where you can come in for friends and family. By working hard for those that already know and trust you, this can ensure a healthy referral stream from their experience of you taking care of them. This also goes for your own personal transactions. As a real estate agent, you can represent yourself as the seller's agent and save money not paying another realtor to sell your home. And you can also represent yourself as the buyer's agent so you will collect a commission on those transactions. Overall, becoming a real estate agent is going to be a great fit for those that are looking for flexibility, not being limited by the amount of money you can make, have a genuine interest in real estate, and find fulfillment in helping others. Now, since every coin has two sides, I do want to shed some light on some other aspects of real estate to consider before making a career move. Because your real estate license can be considered fairly easy to obtain, there is a lot of competition. Getting clients can, at times, become challenging due to the amount of competition. There's only so many fish in the sea, and if you're all fishing in the same area, business can be sporadic at times. This is especially true when you're just getting started. There's a statistic out there that most agents do not make it past their first year. So I encourage you by saying don't be a statistic or do be a statistic, but on the opposite end of that, make it through your first year and keep going. And because of that, the next item I need to cover is your income. 
while there is no earning cap on how high your income can go, there is also no limit on the potential of making less than you would in a more traditional nine to five role working for someone else. There's definitely some security in that. Typically, when someone is wanting to pursue real estate full time, that means their other revenue streams can dry up. So some months, you might bring in $25,000. And the next two months, you could bring in zero, nada, absolutely nothing, because you're fully commission-based. So budgeting is vital for the long-term success of a real estate agent. If you are considering the possibility of pursuing real estate as a full-time career move, I would encourage you to consider having a nest egg of three to six months of your regular expenses as you get started. The one thing I do not recommend is half-bootying the idea of becoming a real estate agent and only leaving yourself the weekend and nights to prospect, show houses, write offers, and so much more that goes into real estate. Everyone already feels like they don't have enough time in the day. So the whole idea of making this a part-time gig is doing yourself a disservice as well as your clients that are willing to work with you. Look, I, I said what I said, don't do it, but that's, that's just my opinion. Another con in real estate is that the job can be very stressful. Even though you might enjoy the spontaneity of the role, that also means anything can happen at a moment's notice. And as the expert on real estate for many people, you might need to find answers and solutions in a moment's notice. There are also many legally binding deadlines that need to be adhered to throughout a real estate transaction. At times, you will also need to negotiate at a very high level for tens of thousands of dollars. A lot of money is involved for both parties within a transaction which only adds to the stress levels. All right, now that I've discussed the pros as well as the cons of being a real estate agent, I wanna spend some time discussing how to get your license. So the process of obtaining your real estate license varies state by state, but generally it involves the following steps. First, you're gonna to wanna to meet eligibility requirements. You must be at least 18 years of age. That's pretty much it. So from a requirement standpoint, you're pretty much good. Next, you're gonna to wanna to complete pre-licensing education. Most states require you to complete a certain number of hours of pre-licensing education before you can take the licensing exam. Now this education can be completed in person or online through approved providers. For myself, living in the great state of Texas, I was required to complete 180 hours of coursework while also passing six exams in order to be eligible for the licensing exams. Each module is broken up into a 30-hour time block, which is why there were six exams. A quick and easy way to know what the requirements are in your state is by simply searching within your favorite search engine. When I was working on getting my license, I opted for the online course option since I was still working full time. It was great to have the flexibility to work at my own pace and my own schedule. I completed all my coursework at Real Estate Express. 
Their website is in the description. Like I just mentioned, it allowed me to work at my own pace as well as take exams whenever I was ready. And to be honest, breeze through in a little over two months. So the overall cost was relatively inexpensive as well. I think I spent around $500 for the online courses, but they do have other options that can fit any budget. So once you knock out the pre-licensing, you're going to pass the licensing exam. After completing those courses, you will need to pass a state as well as national licensing exam. But before you are allowed to do that, you have to submit a request to the state real estate board with all of the certifications you received for each course that was required throughout pre-licensing. Even though Real Estate Express was great for getting my 180 hours completed, I didn't feel like they did a well enough job preparing me for the licensing exams. So I also purchased prep work through Champion School of Real Estate. All of this was online as well, so the convenience was very appealing. Once I felt prepared, I had to also complete a background check and fingerprints. Many states require a criminal background check as part of the licensing process. This will include getting your fingerprints taken and sent into the state for them to review. Also, once you do that, you are going to have to fill out an application and a background check um, with your state board. I strongly encourage you to be open and honest about anything that comes up in your background. I won't uh, get too much into the details on that, but yeah, be honest. Um, all right, so your license, the background check has come in, everything looks great. Next, you're going to apply for your license. Once you have passed those exams, uh, completed any other requirements, you can apply for your real estate license through your state's real estate commission. Once that's done, you're gonna get connected with a brokerage. If you do not have a broker's license, which if you're just now getting your real estate license, you won't, uh, you will need to interview with several brokerages to decide who will be the best fit for you. A few things to consider when selecting a brokerage. What are the commission splits? How often will you need to come into the office? Or are you able to work from home? What additional fees are required? Are those fees monthly or annual? What sort of training and support is available? Will I get a dedicated mentor for my first several transactions? I'm sure there are more questions that you might think of, but that's a good place to start. Those are the questions that I asked uh, before making my decision uh, to go with the brokerage that I'm still with today. You will also be required to join a local association of realtors in order to get MLS access. Having access to the MLS is how you are going to know about all the available properties that are for sale, as well as ones that have recently sold so that you can provide valuable information to clients about what they should offer for a home or what they should sell a home for. You also want to choose what type of work you want to do. I know some people are going to encourage you to jump in maybe as an assistant to work alongside a more seasoned agent for a little bit. For me, I'm not encouraging that at all. 
you're going to make far less money. And if you do decide to take on real estate part-time, there's little to no chance anyone is going to hire a part-time assistant that can only support their business after hours or on the weekends. So I encourage you to jump in with a brokerage as a solo salesperson, or you can even look for a top producing team within your area. That's where you're going to make the most money and quickly. And you're also going to learn a lot quicker because you're kind of drinking from a fire hydrant. All right, you're going to also need to maintain your license. To keep your license in good standing, you will need to meet continuing education requirements and pay renewal fees on a regular basis. So now that you have this information, go get your license and start getting clients that you already know and that already trust you. Do an amazing job for them, and while you're working hard for them, do not sit back Start building an organic client pipeline through social media platforms like Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, like you're watching right now, LinkedIn, TikTok, wherever. And always remember to provide valuable and educational information. Ask yourself if someone can get this information from somewhere else. If so, how are you going to make it unique and beneficial for them to trust you over the thousands of other real estate agents. The likelihood of someone already knowing a real estate agent is pretty high. How are you going to stand out? And if you want to get connected with me, I am in the North Dallas area, but the brokerage that I'm with is global. So if you have any questions about how to get your license, my path to real estate or anything else, my contact information is below in the description. That's all I've got for you in this episode. Be sure to like this video and subscribe to the channel for more content like this and much more. Thanks for being with me while I try to keep real estate simplified. Oh.